Uh, welcome. Welcome to Walking, Walking the Room. Room. Episode 50, motherfucker! 50! Woo-hoo! I got my dick out. I got my dick out. You got your dick out for number 50. I got my dick out. I got my dick out. I got my dick out for number 50. Hey, why don't you put your lips on that? You know I will. Yeah. How about it? Walking the room. What, what if you took your dick out for fifty? Why like, wouldn't for I? real? What if I took my like, asshole what? out for fifty? <laughs> what if I? What if you, what people if you, don't know. No, people no, don't wait, know this. Wait, wait, wait. People wait, don't know this. What if you took it out and put it on the table? Yes. Yes. People don't know <laughs> that I have a fucking se- asshole you, that comes you, you, out. You could separate had, from it, right? Look, I had. It's a, a valve. That's all it is. I was in a car accident <laughs> when I was uh, seven, and I was in the desert. Uh, and there was a car accident. There were some dead Indians on the road and stuff, but my that's asshole that's doesn't... That's Morrison's life! You can't take a pay. That's not... Did not happen No, that happened to, to me, no, and then my and now my asshole doesn't fit in my body anymore. <laughs> it's so, that is, it's slightly that. too small. How fucked up are you that you took a slice of Jim Morrison's life, which isn't even true. I think that's the oh, Oliver... Oh, it's that's true! The Oliver Stone version of his No, it's life. real! His asshole doesn't fit anymore! I have Jim Morrison's asshole! That fine. It's fucking out of the bag. Walking the room. You know what fifty tells us? That we're fucking done. Yeah. We're fucking done. Yeah. That was terrible. To celebrate number 50, we invited uh, uh, classic American gas bag Pat Noswald into the, into the uh, closet, and uh, hey, maybe we'll get a fucking word in. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> did you call him what? classic American gas <laughs> Yeah, I did. Classic gas American gas bag, bag Pat Noswald. If that poster doesn't hit our fucking page, <laughs> right up there with fucking frosted tip douche and man tits. I mean, fucking Patton branded us early on. People call me sweater tits, yeah. mm-hmm. sweater bitch, sweater girl. Yeah. Sweater girl I have actually started going by. I've just caved in. No, I agree. FTD. I agree. Right? Yeah. You're the one with the fucking man tits, though. Uh, I man tits. Any better. No, I gotta, still gotta work out a little bit. It, is cheese part of a workout? <laughs> it is. Because I, when I go to the Y and I work out, but I bring a plate of cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and like lay. you, I tie my fucking hands to my leg and I you eat tie it like a fucking bird. You tie your hands like that and you lay in it. Oh. I just lay in my cheese. Hey, you guys, um, Osama bin Laden is dead, so... For a week now. Let's, let's, <laughs> just, let's just go around the circle and uh, everyone just tell their favorite uh, Osama memory. <laughs> <laughs> everyone just... We should what's be, your favorite yeah. Osama memory? Because one time, here's the deal, uh, we were all partying up in uh, Raf's house. Uh, this was like, yeah, uh, yeah, this is like late 90s. <laughs> and, uh, and everyone was fucking drunk. And Osama goes into the back. And he comes out in these bikini briefs, and he goes, "You guys are keeping me awake." And then he goes, and everyone's like, "Fuck you, you fucking." He was like beard yeah. covered in blow, like he was just like I know. he was just partying. He yeah. was just doing his fucking thing. I uh, I I remember we were uh, we I saw him at an audition for the first American Pie film. We all were hanging out with me, <laughs> yeah, him, yeah, 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 me, yeah. him. Uh, who got who else was it? In that room, I, th- I actually think Cross was there. Yeah. But I think that 
we were all goofing around in the room and we were making fun of the script. And then he went in and he read for Stifler. And <laughs> yeah, we could hear yeah, that's him. right. He was a great I remember Stifler. That. I remember and we that. heard him through the door no. and he did this. And he did. And you could tell he was doing it for us, not for the auditioners. Yeah. Did this crazy over the top yeah. German accent, like to kind of screw with them. Yeah. Like to not get the role. Yeah. And then, and then of course he acted like. Oh, I'm glad I didn't get that movie. You know, I'm well, that's was always his fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ever since Fridays movie. got canceled, yeah, <laughs> but it was never the same. <laughs> no, yeah. he wasn't. He it was, was good, but he was good on. But he was that, good on Friday. Never, not, remember the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my favorite, my my Osama bin Laden memory was he and I went to get blow. Fuck, this has got to be what am I going to say? Ninety five? No, no. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just like a year before yeah. I get sober. Yeah, we go to get blow and. Uh, uh, he'd been fucking drinking wine all day. Yeah, yeah. The guy brings out the coke. It's super good. We do a rail, and he you, fucking. You go throws. to the guy's house. Yeah, we go to the guy's house oh, to get blow. No. We okay. go to this guy's. He was a friend of Neil Patrick Harris's, right. and we go to get blow. <laughs> and, and and he does a railer, and then just fucking throws up all oh, over his carpet. Yes, just fucking red, fucking red wine vomit oh, everywhere. That sounds and like he, start, he fucking starts crying. I got to yeah. fucking carry him out to the car. Like he was. He just wasn't fun to hang with. He got he into was a shitty, he was a shitty But I'll partier. never forget the time when I went to the um, uh, the the Mad Dog. At, Are you talking about Mad Dog in the Fog? Yeah, Mad Dog in the Lower Fog. Hay? Lower Hay Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was supposed to meet him there. I'm like, I'm like, I'll meet you there after my set. But I got bumped, so I got there like an hour late. So he had been fucking into the fucking uh, black and tans because he fucking loved him. Oh, and no. as, I, as I am walking in, he is running out and he tears his shirt open. He's got fake breasts on and he just runs screaming down the street <laughs> okay. with his fucking fake tits out. And I was like, yeah. Ben, where are you going, bro? Yeah, here's and he the thing. Was, ah! Here's what's great about that. I have the fucking beginning of that story that you missed. We're in the bathroom <laughs> and I... I start fucking him. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I put my yeah. tip in. Oh, Bin, Bin Laden's asshole no, was like no, a fucking. No, no, no. Oh my God. Not then, not then. He, oh, I put my tip in, then? and he's like, no, let me just blow you. Oh, no, let God. me just blow you. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. Because we're both pretty fucking high. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but tell the end of that story, because at the end, he, he cried, and he cried in the sink for a while, and then, uh, and then he turned around, and he yelled, you wait. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. And then he put his hand up, and, and I swear to God, well, his early days corn dogging. He was letting me he know he, corn dog he, know, he was he was he was going to corn dog me. I used to talk to the guys at Mondo Video Gogo on Vermont. And said <laughs> he would go in there all the time, at least twice a week, and he would rent Night Patrol, the one with Linda yeah. Blair and the Unknown Comic. Yeah, and he would watch that. Oh, and he would like watch the scene of her. She's, there's a scene she's at. Linda Blair is at a pool, and she's kind of in a bikini thing. And he would just watch that over and over again. And this had to be a you know the oldest videotape. Then the thing comes out on DVD years later, and I remember we all, I think it was back at the at the Cat and Fiddle, we had that birthday party, and I gave him the DVD, like, hey, we'll remember right? this. And yep. then he looked at it, and he's like, uh, Linda Blair's fat. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. just like the weirdest. Yeah. That's actually, after that time, we didn't, I stopped hanging out with him. Yeah, yeah that's no, he got weird. Because the American Pie thing, that ate his guts oh, out. He never admitted that well, ate his he was guts also, out. Yeah, because he was fucking dating Jennifer Coolidge. Right. Right Right after me. So then she gets in the movie, mm-hmm. he doesn't, he, he can't doesn't. fucking He's deal. Bummed. But right. then yeah. he started doing a lot of like USO shows with Colin Quinn. I think that's where he fell in yeah. kind over there. Like after the shows, he would go sign stuff and then... Well, he, he also did a stand-up tour for Speed Stick. He got huge in Afghanistan and, and he yeah. thought, oh, I'll just ride this right back into... And LA, it never, never, never going to fucking happen. Never, never happened. You know, when they found him, uh, he was wearing an armed and dangerous shirt. <laughs> John Candy, yeah. his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently yeah. that's what he wants to be yeah, buried yeah. in. 
that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty cool. It's anyway. a little prophetic now, but he had a pretty good airplane chomp. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He would only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is oh I know yeah he did have a good airplane track, but he wouldn't change the punchline remember that and they, and they cut his set out of Comedy on the Road oh that's yes. right yes yeah. that's right and they but, also cancelled Buster's happy hour <laughs> <laughs> they cancelled the entire series they cancelled all of Buster's happy well, hour he was, he was Buster best, Poindexter he was best friends with Buster Poindexter for like five years they yeah. were like they were like tight oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, loved that. Loved the Buster Point extra character. Did not like David Johansson. Right? No, he, he only yeah. he would hang out with him when he's but like, let me know when you're Buster. We. I think out. I feel like a lot of us feel that way. Well, that's, <laughs> I definitely. You know? I don't want to know David Johansson. Anyway, I mean, I'm. Uh... <laughs> I was actually I do, um, I was actually cut out of Buster's Happy Hour. My set. I ate it really? so hard. Yeah, I ate it so hard, and they called me up accusatory we're cutting you out of the show and i said hey i'm still getting paid for the set right they go yeah i go oh thank god that's the, that's the worst set i've ever had in my life i ate it so hard i, I did not get a laugh in that show. i know i i know i think i was cut out but i also feel like they weren't taping when i did my set <laughs> and i if you recall this the show was so bad it was that so after bad. you did your set you had to go sit in the audience because there wasn't no. enough people so that's right because it was a gigantic god. space it right? was so huge. Where was it? It was not... down on uh, Hollywood, right? I think it was the theater that ended up being Chevy Chase's theater, or That's was right. previously That's... his theater. Remember, it was so then. So the, you know what it was? Then it was the fucking old Star Search stage. Whatever it was, it was Holy way enormous. too yeah. big for what enormous. they were doing. It was enormous. Have and you it was, seen uh, the documentary so this is, this is, 18 Days of Chevy Chase? This, for, for those of you that are listening to this that are not fucking comedy freaks that are in their late 40s, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a show that was on, I don't even know if it was on, was it on MTV or VH1? MTV. Or no, I think Buster's Happy Hour might have been VH1. Really? Yeah, I think it was VH1. I think it was VH1. But Buster Poindexter, David Johansson hosted a com and he didn't love he was fucking potted the whole time. Yeah, he didn't, didn't want to deal with any of Did you have us. any no. did you guys have any experience with him at all? Did you talk to him at all? I never no, once spoke at, to him. He sat over at the bar and he I was also, drunk. Yeah. Sounds great. There was a bar on stage. Like yeah. that was the thing. It's like it's like a, it's, a, it's it's every fucking beginner's yeah. Beginner's stand-up pitch. It's yep. like a nightclub. Well, yeah. but it's, oh, when it's not. It's not. It's not. You want it to be horrible, right? Yeah. The cocktail waitress. And they're gonna drop the checks halfway through your set, and he would sit there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Hey, don't recreate the ambience of a comedy club for a TV show because we're all trying to get out. We're trying to get what? out of the clubs to do TV no, that no, make no. it look like a theater. Hey, new show. Just pitch it. Hear me out. It's called Bachelor Party. <laughs> it's just 30 bachelor parties you guys do a comedy for. Well, it's weird because good. Greg and I pitch random blender drinks to uh, MTV. Yeah. And it's comedians doing, and then they randomly they make blender drinks during your jokes. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, we also pitched uh, the manager used to be a comic. So he does 45 minutes up top. Runs. <laughs> Oh, I know, I know his set. Oh, God. And they call it Taco Bell because an hour later your ass is ringing. <laughs> hey! He's the manager, you guys. Give him applause. Well, we couldn't get to our guest tonight, but uh, David Anthony will be back next week. Glad you guys came out. You know, it's my joint. It's my joint. We have a good time here. Oh, my God. Uh, see you guys next have week. Have you done the stress factory? You know what? I've never done the stress factory. It's in and uh, Jersey. Yeah. I, I, I'm always wary of doing places. I'm sure it's a good club, but I am wary of doing places like. There's a place called Pips. Uh, uh -huh. That their whole line mm -hmm. is, yeah, you might be a successful yeah. comedian, but you wait till. You... It's like when they take pride in how awful yeah. it yeah. can be for comedians. Yeah. I'm a little wary of going to go. Do I did those. one like... set at Pips. Oh, you actually went to Pips? Yeah, it I've was never not gone enjoyable. there. Enjoyable. Well, I lived out in New York, so. 
I remember doing. Um, I would go to stand up New York, um, and run sets for Conan, and they always talked about how, um, yeah, you know, you might do well at the at the improv or the comedy show, but you come here, man, and all the comedians that were worked there were so mean and yeah. made it so difficult for you. That's such and, a and took weird pride thing. in that. Like, that but sabotage. You, can you imagine any other art form doing that? Can you imagine like a gallery going, you're fucking. You're Mark Rydens or whatever. <laughs> you, your Kutsabis might fucking hang their paintings here, but not you, son of a bitch. You try yeah. to fucking hang a painting here. You well, try to paint something for here. In our gallery, every fourth frame just sets the canvas on fire, right? You don't know which ones. Yeah. You really, Plus, some of these walls, where... yeah, some of those walls are made of paper. Your shit might fall off. I don't fucking give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is where the real art happens, yeah. man. Also, we bring the blind here. I don't understand that. What? The blind. Yeah, why would they They can't see. <laughs> How good you're painting then, That's asshole? Yeah. I don't understand why you're yeah. mean to me. I just make paintings. I, yeah. Nobody knows about this place, but uh, there's a place called Grandpa's in Staten Island <laughs> that was owned by uh, Grandpa from the Adams Family. <laughs> oh, right. What's the his actor? Name? Uh, the actor was Grandpa. Oh, um, Grandpa Al Lewis. Yeah, so Al Lewis. He, he owned a comedy club. Owned a comedy right. club. Oh yeah. And so I was in I was in New York forever, and then oh. someone's like, "Oh, you never been out to Grandpa's?" I'm like, "What? <laughs> there's actually a club out there." So I uh, so I go get me a set. I just want to know what it's like. So I go out there and it's just like I'm sorry. Did you take the ferry? I I took the ferry. And then so I took, you took and a I took boat. The train. Yeah, you I took, took a boat, boat to an island yeah. to go do comedy. Yeah. All yeah. right. And uh, and so I get there and I'm like, this place is just fucking weird. And uh, <laughs> and and I'm so I'm sitting there and they're very like just sit over there. Like it was very like rigid and weird. Yeah, those, yeah. those places. And this guy goes up and he's like the regular comic there and he just does David Tell's act. And I just like texted the tell the timer. Didn't text him. I think I called him. Uh, and I was like, dude, there's a guy doing your act right now. He's like, what's yeah. his name? And I like told him, but the guy got off stage and I was like, hey, that was a tells act. And he's like, what? No, I just, uh, look, you know, I just went into fucking panic. No, Fuck. I didn't. What? No. Oh. But it must have felt like to you, you ever get in those rooms where you realize this is a comedy club that is actually not connected to comedy? At all. In other words, you're on an island yep. in this club where he may as well do David Tell's act because Nobody as far knows. as you're concerned, right. the rest of the world has been wiped Does off. Does not exist. Earth. Right. This and is the only place. You may as well just do whatever you want. And yeah. the people that come there don't like, like they're not attached to comedy either. Yes. No, they're, they're not at all. They don't, they don't want comedy. They want it's like no. it was like old school Italian fucking Staten Island guys. Like it made me laugh. Like it was just fucking weird. Yeah, I, I know I've told this story before, but it's it was so eerie and it's so true. When I, I did a set finally at the comedy store and I was so excited because I've heard about, oh my god, this is a legendary place. And I come off stage and there's Mitzi, you know, sitting on the come here and she shakes my hand, Do you live in town? And I said, <laughs> oh, I god. do. She goes, Do you want a job here as a doorman? <laughs> And I, at the time, I was writing on, on a show. I said, I have a day job. And she snatched her hand away like, you just made the big... And wouldn't talk to me anymore. And then I, I'm walking out feeling like, oh, my, I've, I, I suck. This is horrible. And all these open micers that were huddled in the corner, what did Mitzi... What did she say to you, man? And then and I said, I was really disappointed. Well, she just offered me a job as a doorman. Like, in, in my mind, I thought that was her way of going to get out of comedy. Right, right, right. And they all said, she never offers people the doorman job. Their first set. That's great. And in my head, I'm like, I gotta get out of here. Like, <laughs> this is like the, 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 that group of survivors in the Poseidon Adventure that are going the wrong way yes. down the ship, and you're right. trying to go. No, no, no. You're going deeper in the ship. No, this is the right way. This is right. the way you gotta go. They didn't follow Gene Hackman. No, they didn't follow they Gene didn't Hackman. Follow up to Hackman. Sunlight, Hackman so. knew where he was going. Yeah, he dies in the end. I remember I did a set there, and she was just in the corner, and she didn't say anything, and I was just like, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. I just want to go. 
You ever done the comedy store, Greg? Only when we were doing that alternative the, the belly, belly room. room. Yeah, 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 and then once I've done the main room for a benefit. But I never, I was like, I felt like, you know what? My sweater doesn't want to go here. No. <laughs> I know, like my inner, like I go, there's nothing, I, I don't think there's anything I need from this place. It doesn't want me. Right, I yeah. don't want it. Yeah. I don't, I, I know people that work there that I like. I know like, uh, like Al Madrigal works there all the time. And I, think I just Al's saw his name on the awesome. list last night and Natasha Legero and like there were good it's, comics on the list and I was like, how the fuck? Because when I went there, it was like, I'm doing comedy for the dead. Like, it's just got this, it's like ghouls. Like, it's just got this awful fucking vibe. Yeah. The place is just dark did, and yeah, nasty. Yeah. And, uh, well. and, and and the main room, anytime I went in there, was just, there was, not, there was no show happening in there. Yeah. It was just like a dead empty space. Like, well... Well, sometimes when Pryor came here, he did sets there. I'm like, well, so you closed it off? And what, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, this is just... Yeah. Only Pryor touches that stage! What? Yeah. What is this, Norman Bates' house where he sealed off his mom's room and well, kept it pristine? Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, but people used to get killed downstairs. Like, it used to be owned by Mickey Cohen. It was, it was a fucking... Back in it the was day. a mob hangout where right. they killed people. So it's yeah. a creepy place. But mm. there's there's so many places here, I kind of go, you know what, I can just scratch that one off my list. I don't know that I, I, don't know that I go there and get anything from it. No, not But there are certain people that it makes sense for them to be there. That's where the baby from the was the door guy, right? Maren yeah, Maren was the door guy. But he was guy. also a fucking cokehead. And, and, Kinnison you know. was the door guy at one time. Dice, yeah. like, it, they all went through that. It was a. Because, but, but back then, way back then, that's how comedy worked. Yeah. We didn't know any better. No. You went to a club. I remember the. The, the place that I started out in Garvin's, your big leap, you knew you were making it, is when you went from the numbered list to the lettered list. There were two lists for the open mic. They were one with numbers, like 23 oh people. Oh, you guys, I'm and a then, J! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then there was also A through E, which were the pros. And if you finally made it to the pro list, you got to be, you know, like, I'm, I'm C, which means you would maybe go up seventh. But if you were 23rd, it meant you were going up, you know, 40th. Because it was numbers yes. and the letters. So the day that they put me over, like, all right, so you're E tonight. I'm like, oh, I'm an E. I'm going to call my mom. Never never having the brains to stop and go, this whole system is, I shouldn't be doing sets here. This no, awful, it's crazy. Know? And now, now it goes like this. You're in college, you make a video with your friend, you do a set at UCB, and then you're yeah. in a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> That's it. And you're super attractive, and it's awesome for you. Then you get on yeah. an NBC series, and then I see if I can get work on your show. Right, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Well, or, or, yeah or you have a Twitter feed, and then you're suddenly staffed. Swear to God, it's crazy. I'm getting staffed up Twitter feeds. Yeah. Oh my God, why are all these people only talking in 140 characters? <laughs> this show is just jokes. The pace is uh, insane. You know, I got, I got, bam, 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 no. bam, bam. Yeah, it's funny. I no, mean, it's, it's different. It's I, I don't know that. It, I, look, I guarantee you it's hard for anybody starting on that. I'm not oh. saying that, that, but it does feel now like. There's just a million different channels to go through. You don't have to get into like a fucking line. Like you said, my first set, I, I was in the late 30s uh, uh, at the at the Holy City Zoo. Wow. Late 30s, like 34, 35. I sat yeah. there with Milligan all night just rocking back and forth. Yeah. It just like, you just had to wait. I was like 28. Wait. I was like 28, I think, when I first did a set. Yeah, there. they would start those things at 7 and they'd go to midnight. And they would be because they would know that there's enough comics to watch five hours. Five hours, five. Yeah. <laughs> five hours. People walking in, idea. walking out, and then you finally get to be host one night. Uh, and I think, I think, uh, Dan, what's his name? Dan, uh, the photographer, Dan. Dan Dion. Dion. Dan Diaz has pictures of this, but you know, people would do different themes when they started hosting. Also, and so I wanted to do a version of uh, of Night at the Apollo, and so I hung a fish. I went to the store and I bought uh, like a flounder uh, and I just tied a string through it and I hung it up to the ceiling so it was just hanging and anybody who came on stage I go you gotta rub the fish you don't do a set 
and and as it got and all the comics up top were like, yeah, all right. And they touched the fish and they said, and as it got lower down on the list to the people that were not very good, and uh-huh. they would just get, I would be having screaming, I ain't touching no fucking fish. I'm like, you know, to a set, it would just get crazy. <laughs> they would just get so fucking mad. Well, because they wanted to get bumped by King the Heat, who had yeah. to come in and work on a five <laughs> or a ten. King the fucking Heat Collins. King bring it? the Heat Collins. Yeah, yeah. You so if, if you're listening at home, by the way, I, and I'm, I, I'm I'm assuming that you're a fan of the show the way I am. I always pictured the show to be a certain thing. I did not. I am literally sitting in a clothes closet. What did you think was going to happen? I thought you, you were thought in we a were fucking lying or something. Yeah. I mean, there is a. Th- by the way, this shows you where our technology is because the, the the podcast sounds as good as any other podcast. Yeah. But I'm talking into a microphone that is on top of a giant shoebox. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's what right. the fuck is this? Wrong is with this that? is the way that like the kids in the Narnia books would do a podcast. Let's all go into the the clothes closet. Yeah. No, there's and, a huge lion behind yeah. this fucking ward. By the, that, behind this wardrobe, yeah. there's a lion. And I'm in Greg's house, and it does smell like candy. People, the, uh, maybe, did you, and maybe did you not? don't smell it anymore. It smells the house. It smells like. <laughs> well, a candy did you see factory. the giant box of candy? I saw. Yeah. yeah, we have a but giant box Dave of candy. Plus, my wife and I make that smell. Oh, okay. That's our. You, that's you our, sweat yeah, we caramel. Like and, yeah, we sweat caramel. It is. We genuinely do it in the closet, man. That's where this we do it, right? Crazy. I can't believe you thought that was a lie. We don't no, fucking no. lie it's to the people. I thought it was a lie. I just thought that no, it was a when you said closet, I didn't think it was literally. There are. I thought. It was a closet that had been converted. No. No, no. no. This is the shit's real. So when when we're done talking, this mic gets taken away, and in the morning you guys come in here and you pick out your clothes. Pick out our clothes. Yeah, no, it, it's no, 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 no. You miss a step. <laughs> when this gets when this mic gets turned off, yeah. we're gonna double corn dog you. Two fists <laughs> up your fucking asshole. Two of it, two. Yeah, double corn dog. Oh shit, y'all been corn dogging. I seen it. I seen it. I seen how you. But, so, but you're gonna... Why you got to go corn dogging all the time? You got friend? You got friend? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but you got friends. Shut up. We're gonna de- we're gonna DCD this motherfucker. You got friends? I, I man, when I heard the Will Anderson episode, I swear to God, it is like. Someone taught 50 orangutans to speak, <laughs> and 48 of them are talking and drawing and writing. And there's two, and all they do is threaten anal rape and throw poo at each other. So they just keep bringing in different people. They brought in Will, they brought in Posehn, they kill Gareth. Just observe these two. They'll threaten to rape you. Don't worry about it. Just let them go. Take notes. I just I feel like I've just been sent to some facility outside of Nairobi. These we can't socialize these two monkeys. Yeah. No, it's kind of true. Do you remember do you remember the monkey outside of Fresno that the guy had uh, left and then he went to visit and brought a cake and the and the monkey went nuts and chewed off his testicles and his oh. foot? Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't bring a cake, so every, I'm doomed. We really had four guests and every guest had the same reaction. They're like, "Oh, it's Oh, it's fucking in a closet. We're, yes, <laughs> it's as sad as it sounds. It what is the fuck. There's not. This a is work. great. There's, you can fit in there, here. There's not a. There's not a contrived. The, the one thing I like, but there's not one fake moment of this entire thing. Anything Dave and I said about our careers, like people are like, yeah. When when I go do shows now, and people come because they listen to the podcast, they literally come up and go. So you're doing okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you get now. <laughs> Truly, you're, you're all right, right? Like it's yeah. okay. It's yeah, right. yeah. It's not like, oh, hey, no. I love the podcast. It's so what's going on? You know what I'm going to do? Next time someone does that, they're going to walk up and go, hey, you okay? I'm just going to quickly pull out a gun and put it in my mouth and blow my brains out. Hey, you're all right? Oh, kaboom! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank I... You. 
did a reading in Mesa, Arizona, did a book reading, book signing. Here we go. And we're doing. <laughs> doing um, I wasn't reading my book. I was. Classic yeah. American. You listen to another episode of Classic American Gas Bag. <laughs> Starring Patton Oswalt. <laughs> Patton Oswalt and Warren G. Harding are going to bloviate for an wow. hour. And fucking Warren G. <laughs> and Warren yeah. G., yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and I was talking, people were doing Q&A, and they are asking me about, like, what podcasts you like, what Twitter is. And I was mentioning, I go, well, obviously there's, you know, the, the podcasts like Mark Marin's and Comedy Death Ray. I go, but then there's, like, the more, they're like the, the, the Bill Hicks equivalent of a podcast. They just haven't broken big yet. And I mentioned, you know, like, and when I mentioned yours, I went, like, walking the room. And... The, like a third of the room all went like yeah and they were all the sketchiest <laughs> most awful people really like guys with neck tattoos just some guy with his or, dick out in the back yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah like a like a guy as yeah. as jim goad calls all all meth addicts are either string beans or pumpkins they're oh, just yeah. the skinniest guys in the no. so the string bean guy with his way too young way too fat girlfriend they're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that part of the room oh my god all, dude i said found like, a voice to these ago, people i said they should profile or just do, like, go to our Walking the Room page on Facebook, grab just three or four people and see where they are in ten years. I guarantee you they're going to go to someone's house and find fingers in a bag. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, there's going to be all kinds I named of this one Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg. Hey, Greg, how you doing? Then, yeah. It's, 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 you know, at CSI, they had a, they oh, had a continuing oh, uh, serial killer that... Uh, made miniature characters, but it's the same thing. They'll just have a little closet with little fingers sitting on yeah, chairs exactly, and talking yeah. to each other. That one's Greg and that yeah. one's Dave, and oh. sometimes Patton comes in. <laughs> oh, Dave's angry today. Why is Dave angry? No. And they're going to find a, a, a typewritten manifesto, and it won't make any sense until they look at the glossary on your page and go, oh, oh, I get it. Okay, that's what they're No, this is, becoming, this is becoming like reading Dune. <laughs> it is. It is. You... The, the language of this podcast oh God, is dude. getting so obscure and crazy. We're, they're like, they'll arrest a guy who will say, But I was just killing homo tanks! All I did was call dog a homo tank! How's that illegal? <laughs> David Greg said, Beware the homo tank! I have the t shirt! Y'all are being cone dog! Stop saying that! You know I can't have no sellies! I'll shake them! <laughs> What's he talking about? It yeah. just, it, yeah. What, he just keeps saying Tim Tam. Is that a girlfriend that he killed? Who is that? Oh, Tim Tam. Oh, we just Tim got some Tam. I just, I, motherfucker, I just put a white Tim Tam up in my bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, they got white Tim Tams downstairs. Finally. For Stormfront. Because <laughs> <laughs> we goddamn had to have our own Tim Tams. I ain't going to eat no chocolate Tim Tam on Storm. Motherfucker. <laughs> Are you going to start doing a storm, Stormfront comic? Stormfront comic? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to be in a whole Stormfront tour uh, this summer through uh, Idaho. It's called Water Than the Whitest Tim Tam. And uh, I'll just be bringing it. I'll be fucking keeping it real. Could you, know you Do you think you could infiltrate like a Stormfront thing and, oh, and, oh, and no. then it's too late that they would, then they realize, oh, you're this... You're not. They book this comedian. <laughs> Would he be believable they have, they have as a hateful human being? Absolutely. Yeah. That. Yeah. Whoa. They, whoa. 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 But, but, they, but they're like, whoa. 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 Are you talking about sugar pie, Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking get. It. You guys are mixing me up with someone else. Yeah. No. 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 We sugar got it. Right. Pie. Stormfront guys. You know, he he needed to focus his hatred. It's for everything. Like it's. it's I, exhausting hanging out with him. I would love to be able to do something like that, but number one, they would kill me. Yeah. Uh, it, number two, they're too creepy. What is Stormfront? Is it like a? Is that's it like a web, that's a website 
that's that where all the white supremacists go. And they do like, do they do music fests and stuff like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what they're they, storm, do? They're storm, they have like Stormfront bands, right? Yeah, they're like Stormfront bands. All the oil, yeah, yeah, yeah. some of the oil. Oh. Have you heard of uh, Beastie Boys? What? <laughs> 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 Mud Honey, Lady Gaga, uh, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, Gaga huge Stormfront yeah. artist. Uh, Bismarck, key, oddly enough, <laughs> he never got it. Yeah, he Bismarck did not never got it. He yeah. just never no, got but it. But they loved him. They but loved they the also, music. Yeah, look, he looked at it like a corporate. <laughs> I'm not a part of Coca-Cola. They just want me to do an hour. I don't give a shit. I don't. I walk away. It's a fucking corporate. But they they hate black people. Their fucking check don't hate black people. Why did you say don't? Yeah, this check isn't racist. That was no man. I think we should end the segment there. All right. All right. Hobo Tang is now a very distinct thing from the homeless person or junkie. It's such a specific thing. Yeah. Hobo Tang is very specific. It's, uh, yeah, they're, they're, uh, it's an able-bodied freeloader. It's like an able-bodied right, yeah. above well, above ground. Yeah, like an above, above ground. ground. They have their own. They have their own uh, domestic living situation. They're not <laughs> yeah. in a box. They're not living. Mm-hmm. They're not Terrestrial traveling. hobo. Yeah, yeah, and yet they don't want to work for anything. They would. They're, right, they they're trying to get stuff for free while they have a house. Yeah, and it's varying degrees. I mean, one of the things we go like in college, like if you had a like if you lived in a house with a bunch of guys, the guy that would use your toothbrush in lieu of getting his own, and like did, and like you didn't even realize it for a while, and realize he'd been using it all term, like you two had been sharing a toothbrush. That's the beginning of hobo tang. Like that is like so, cr- like right. who puts another man's toothbrush in his mouth? Not for sport. Not for sport. I put I it. Mean, I put no, him I in my bottom. It. Yeah, he know he means the bristle I part. I put not him the, in my bottom. Not the part that you sharpen. Y'all been brush dogging. Y'all been brush dogging. <laughs> you done brush dogging my whole butthole. Here's the thing. Martin Lawrence said it best. <laughs> and, and and you, you know need, what? You need anytime a gentleman says that, you're going to hear something great. Anytime he say you need to be cleaning your assholes, I might be my I might be misquoting him. No, he said that on Oprah. He was full hobo tank. He was on Oprah, and she said, "Do you have any advice for my?" Audience, and right. say, y'all need to clean your assholes. Yep. That, that's, I also was thinking about it that Hobo Tang is almost exclusively white. Are, yeah, Hobo Tang's pretty Hobo white. Hobo Tang is white. Hobo Tang's pretty mm-hmm. white. It seems white. Um, so I am, uh, last night, uh, we're out on the stoop across the street having some beers with some guys, mm-hmm. and uh, the Hobo Tang's come out. Mm-hmm. Husband and wife. The kid's not there. Uh, I guess what? someone was watching him. I said, "I said, uh, is your baby locked away?" And they're like, ah, 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 ah. "Yeah, he's locked up." And I was like, "I was kind of serious." <laughs> so um, he's looking all clean and shaven and, and uh, the haircut. And uh, someone mentions that, "Hey, you got you look uh, all cleaned up." And he's like, "Yeah, she wouldn't fuck me until I got a haircut." And uh, and she goes, "Yeah, no, I told him get a haircut. Or I won't fuck anymore because it's been it's been seven weeks since the baby came." Uh, yeah, seven weeks, and so now we can have sex. So, and they're just—I'm just like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything about the hobo tank breeding. <laughs> yeah, no, the situation. Breed. Right. I don't want to fucking know. Like, keep your. I love the fact that they shake each other's coin pockets. <laughs> you know, <laughs> coin pockets in their skin. They call it shake in the hobo tank universe. <laughs> they call it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you can't even say it. Can't, you know. Vicky, write it down. Yeah. They call it shaking your coin pockets. <laughs> <laughs> let me shake. Let me knock some coins. I get to watch the glossary <laughs> the is, get expanded. So I'm I get to knock watch some coins. I'm gonna knock coins out of here. The thing Boom, is, let's knock coins. Have, no, it's called. Have you heard of cum coining? It's when you. It's when you fuck a hobo tank so hard, and you make them come so hard that their coins shoot out of their pocket. It's called cum coining. It's it's just how they do. It's how they do. It's how they do. I remember 
remember this from watching Mutual of Omaha way back in the day. Sure, Wild Kingdom. Uh, Wild Kingdom of yeah. Omaha. Yeah, he'd get on the fucking, he'd get on that safari truck and he'd go down and. Yeah, so so you don't ever want to hear that. But anyway, the baby's doing fine. Mm -hmm. Little Hobo Tang, I haven't seen, but uh, a couple nights ago I did see, uh, I, I did uh, hear uh, <laughs> outside at like two o'clock in the afternoon, and I looked out the window, and Mama Hobo Tang was st standing in the driveway next door with her arms crossed, and Baby Hobo Tang, not Baby, two year old Hobo Tang, yeah, was just underneath the orange tree screaming. <laughs> <laughs> He wanted oranges. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "We're not getting oranges right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to the store." Well, and that's also like, how they. <laughs> that's how they learn. Yeah. That's how they learn. Yeah. They try and shot him down. That's. They try and shot him down. They can't. You can't put a youngster in a tree. It's got to figure it out. So they try and shot him down. <clears> yeah, right? but then eventually they'll start to climb on their own, and then they'll get their. Yeah. Own what out. if you were witnessing like his manhood ritual? I like they got a. Did he get his orange yet? He hasn't gotten his orange yet, but he's close. Oh, yeah, fuck. He, right now, right now, he's just as all the young hobo tangs do, <laughs> and between the ages of two and four, they just sit under the tree and scream <laughs> until they realize this isn't working. <laughs> right. This right. is not working. And, yeah. and they start to climb. It, it takes two years of screaming well, to realize yeah, that. <laughs> because the hobo tang is not does is not aware that the orange is not a sentient being. <laughs> So they feel like they they want the thing to say something back because they also well maybe it's as passive aggressive as dad where it won't talk to me either you know what I mean so it's, it's the same sort of thing it's it's you know oh god how about um, it that's how they do oh, hobo tangs so you know hopefully the baby's fine and everything's good over there she she brought up again she's like yeah I, I uh, drove myself home after uh, after uh, an hour and a half after having the baby and I was like. Oh, what this is like now her story like she's now the woman who just walks around the neighborhood how are you good i drove myself home an hour and a half after the baby came out of my vagina well, fuck. all right did i wonder if the baby comes out like in a dollop and then grows like if it drops out <laughs> <laughs> if it squirts out and then pot like you know what i mean like all you know, i know like like you know when you drop those little capsules in water and then they become giant sponge monkey. dinosaurs or whatever uh, they are uh, yeah a sponge, water, monkey. A sponge monkey all are I you know... like a sponge monkey your baby that's what they call it sponge, all I, all sponge monkey, monkey your baby all i know is the sound they make when they come out <laughs> That's hey, it. it's a it's a boy, I think. A hobo tag. I don't no, know. Wait, wait till so fast. Wait they till so fast. <laughs> Let's get in the car. That's you, how, that's you, how, that's the sound of a hobo tag birth. You use, <laughs> get in the car. I I, I can't even. Sh People are gonna go. How do you make that sound? You use two hands. Yeah. When you make that sound, I can't. You have to. What do you yeah. do? You put your left hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like he's he's gathering up the sound and then. Letting Making it, free. it explode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Run, Hobo Tang, run. <laughs> I love that. Um, you're, you're like, you're like if so, Jane Goodall was studying shit that nobody wanted to read or hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you, that is, that you're doing an ethnographic study that no one's gonna want to read. No, I'm no deep. You say, that. you say, could you blend it with Stormfront? Look what I'm blending in with right now. Like I'm in the fucking shit. You are in the shit. <laughs> I'm in the shit. You're in your own little personal Vietnam. Yeah, I am. Way, right? I am. <clears throat> Charlie uh, don't surf. We know that. No. What's going on? Okay. So. uh Crickets. No. Crickets, uh, this is awesome. Crickets' roommate is moving out. I told everyone that. Yeah. Crickets' roommate is moving out. Right. So she moved out uh, yesterday. A lot of people, some people call it moving out. I prefer to think of it as she getting away. Getting away. She's getting away. <laughs> and she is truly like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Get me yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I saw her and she's packing up her car. And I go, uh, I go, oh, hey. Uh, and I almost called I almost called her crickets. I go, uh, so Savannah's, uh, I saw her. She looked kind of sad, you know, that you're moving. And she goes, no. She's not sad. And I was like, so will we see you around? No. 
No. No. She's just fucking gone. She can't take it anymore. So she's moving her shit out, right? And and uh, and I was taking uh, Finn to Chipotle because that's how he rolls. He digs, yeah. he digs the Chipotle. Wow. And that, what does he eat at Chipotle? It's the first food he ever ate. He likes the beans and stuff. He fucking eats everything. He's he's he, he eats he eats guacamole by the spoonful. Wow. Yeah. Fucking he eats spicy food like crazy. I don't know <clears throat> any of that shit, but he's like a fucking lunatic for it. Dude. So so we're going to Chipotle. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be back. I'll probably see you. So we come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we walk up to the gate, and I see crickets, and boyfriend number three. I don't know which boyfriend this is. So three has vaginas. Six, <coughs> thirteen to thirteen to nineteen. Right. Oh, so he's in the nineteen. Yeah, this he's is the in guy. The vo- what is, is it? the guy who's in the high up numbers? What is that word? Vaunted? Vaulted? What is it? The vaulted? What the, is it? What's the word when the you say vaunted? The, vaunted? Is that the word I'm is looking it? for? The vaunted number nineteen. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The, the vaunted number nineteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's up there. He's he's taking care of it well. So, uh, he's they're sitting there. And they I'm say like, it's tight. You got to sh- get a pitching wedge. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the legend, dude. It's my job to keep the legend. <laughs> He can't God, shake her dog pocket. I mean, it's but just better. He chases her cricket. Yeah. It's better than nineteen. It's better. I, chase your I love how what Dave is saying is horrible enough, and Greg thinks he needs a color man. Like what? What's coming out of Dave is so god awful. Greg's like, I need to put a little spice on that. Hey, no, it's yeah. good. Greg chases your cricket in nineteen. Let me get my pitching. <laughs> Wait, Let what? Let me get my pitching. Can you say? <laughs> can you say that whole sentence again? I want to chase your cricket in nineteen. So let me get my pitching wag. <laughs> 19th hole, buddy. Horrible. That's one hole beyond 19. We have a golf thing happening here. We didn't even know it. I want to chase your cricket 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hit it with the pitching wedge. So, um, oh my God, we were in Petco the other day. Hunter done. There was a bag of crickets and I wanted to go, Finn, look! <laughs> Take him and scatter him next door. <laughs> in joke! <laughs> when they investigate your father, in joke! So I walk in, and she's sitting there in her pajama bottoms, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and the dude's sitting next to her, and she goes, and she's like tapping away on her phone, and she goes, Catherine locked me out when she left. So the girl like moved out and Whoa. left, and just left. She like went, well, I'll close the door because uh, I'm leaving. And Crickets was fucking running around outside in her pajama bottoms. And oh. she didn't know, so she was just like, all right, later. And she drove away to her new apartment. And so Crickets was like locked out, and she's all mad at her. She's like... Well, she just left me here, locked out, and I was like, "How the fuck did she know you're running around outside in your pajama bottoms?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so then uh, Finn plays with her dog. Aerating the field. What? Go ahead. <laughs> you aerate the field. I don't. You call it the field. I don't. <laughs> she calls all nineteen vaginas the field. Again, Again the worst color man in the history of so, so she takes it outside in a pajama bottom, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. to aerate the field. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like when you poke holes in the ground. No, don't, 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 don't. Don't. You're an adult. Not anymore, no, buddy. I know, I know. We've come for a circle. So. Uh. Uh, so then Finn plays with the dog and then I go, I gotta go, uh, I got it's time to take him to bed. So we go in and then I'm reading Finn a couple stories on the couch. How about me? Right? Dad of the year right now, right? Yeah. Dad of the year. Yeah. And I gave him a couple of fucking shots in the kidney. Boom. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but so we read him and then I start to hear, well, it was a, f- it, I couldn't fucking text you. And there's a fight starting. Crickets and her boyfriend are fucking screaming at each other right yep. outside my front door. Oh, oh my God. Right at, God. And it's all about a text that she didn't send. And she's like, well, I couldn't send the, te- send the text. I need you to be a friend right now. And he's like, well, I just want to 
I just wanted to figure out what the situation was. Just be a friend! And he's like, what? What's going on? And then me and Finn go over to the, the, the door, and we're peeking, yeah. out the, we're peeking out the little hole. And Finn goes, uh, the dog's name is Bill. And he goes, Bill! And I was like, no! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> and then the cover. Gets your cover. Gets little, yeah. and then he sticks his finger in the in the the door hole, and he's like trying to get it out. It was very funny. So I was like, "Fucking quiet down!" And then and then I just hear a dude goes, "So that's it?" And she goes, "What does that mean?" And then I just hear the door close, and him see him walking down the street. So you saw a breakup. Uh, that's it. Yeah, thir- <coughs> thirteen to nineteen is open, wow. gentlemen. Open, oh holy goodness. shit, dude! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on it. <coughs> Who's gonna fucking take Who care of that? Play the nineteenth green. Hang on, wait a second. Yep, Craig List just froze. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh my god, it just froze. It, it, it just got overloaded. That's crazy. When wow. I that I love, I love watching the couple fight. I hate to say it, maybe it's because of the book. It's or something, fascinating. But I love watching a couple fight. Yeah. My one of my favorite things was remember when I lived over on Genesee with Amira in the duplex uh-huh. in the place. One morning, I walk out to our backyard. We had this little tiny backyard, and there was a cell phone in the middle of the backyard. And so it wasn't either of ours. So I pick it up and I just dial. I just dial. There's an. I just go. Well, what's what's this? So I call a friend mm-hmm. on there and I go, Hey, listen, I found a cell phone and your number's in here. Well, this girl and her boyfriend had gotten in a fight, and they lived two blocks over. And he chucked the phone. He had chucked the phone into our fucking yard. Oh my god! And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. That's- <laughs> Like, that is so awesome, like, that fight where he, like, clearly he found yeah. something he didn't like, and he threw it, and it landed in our yard, and she came over, and she was kind of in a bad mood about it, but I just what, loved she it. was? Like, well, she's glad to get it back. But just, <laughs> but she just, was in a bad mood about I, her boyfriend I, throwing her phone. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, yeah, weird. yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, it was like, I love, like, that kind of, like, especially, like, when you're married... And it's just everything's just like day by day, everything's fine. And yeah. it just, that part of that kind of drama just leaves if you're in a decent yeah, yeah, marriage, yeah. that kind of drama just leaves your life. It's just not something you're a part yeah. of. So when you see right. it on a street corner and it seems so foreign to you now, but they're like throwing your fucking arms up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just I like, saw, I well saw then it. I guess then I guess this is fucking how it ends. Well, I guess it is. Well, <laughs> then I guess it is, you know, and you're yeah. like right. yeah, yeah, yeah. theater of sadness. And after I told my wife that story, uh, she goes, Are you fucking kidding me? You're now teaching Finn what you do, which is to listen to all the neighbors through the fucking holes in the door. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. He's, I'm training him young. And training him that women are horrible, apparently, because everything he's seeing is just got off. Right. You, you're, from your from your mouth to God's <laughs> vagina. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Walking the Room. Welcome back to Walking the Room. The room, the room, the room, the room, the room, the room, the room. What the fuck? Booze, booze, booze. Oh, fuck, buddy. Why don't we just do it? No, Let's this fucking is, fight. No, seriously, it's like doing well, it's like you imagine an autistic the guy. Fucking sound of You're skin a fucking autistic guy. Hitting. Skin. Ugh, ow. Fuck. Boom. You, That's you know sickening. That, fucking. No, no. You, you're making it sounds like two guys fucking each other. Yeah, it does. Really well, hard. Well, that's yeah. how you fuck. That's how you shake people's coin pockets. That's not how I do it. It's not good. Do you want to shake my coin pocket? I would ruin your asshole. (laughs) I mean, ruin it. (laughs) It's already fucked up enough. No, trust me, it's not. You don't see what I do to it. What do you do to it? No, I've gone. I used to put I used to put M80s in my bottom when I was a kid. Guys, so Patton, what did you have to say? Well, I uh, thanks. Hey guys, uh, boy, I've got a bag of M and M's in there now, <laughs> but that's it's just not, for fun. But they're not M and M's. Hey, that's can you wait a minute? You know, like the guys talk about you, <clears throat> in movies, 
You put soda cans in a pillowcase. You beat someone up with that. You put oranges in a towel. If you had a giant bag of M&Ms, would they mess someone up if you beat someone no. with a big bag of... No. No, you'd need... No, no you need something No, a they would more... break into your head, but you, you know what it would be? That, it would be awesome. It would be so bizarre to fucking have that cracked across your head and smell chocolate. <laughs> like, it would fucking... Like, you'd be bummed and your face That's... would be smacked. It would yeah. hurt. It would hurt, but you'd be like, candy! I know. That would be the, that would be the horrible part is that it would hurt, but... You have this wonderful chocolate, so your memory yeah. would be so messed up of yeah, that yeah, incident. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then that would make you jerk off. But if you had, <laughs> I, yeah. like if somebody beat you with orange, uh, same thing. But if somebody beat you with a thing of radios, you wouldn't radios, feel. Yeah, you wouldn't I'm, be psyched. To I had a Kevin friend. Bean. I was driving in my friend's car, and, and we had a big bag of those peanut M and M's, and he took a handful and put them in his mouth, and I, I swear to God, and went one chew, two chew, and then did the biggest sneeze. So these shards. <laughs> Of the coin went oh, through man. his nose all of the way shut, and he, so it was just like this, mm-hmm, and, oh! and it, like it was like his own self inflict. I just yeah, that that has to be one of the most painful. Yeah, things. but then did you open up the door and kick him out while the car was moving? Because that's what you should do. See, no, that. that wouldn't. Oh, I don't know why. You motherfucker! Like, now you know. Oh, now you know. Oh my god, the candy shell fucking ripping through your nose. Yeah, like that, all, all triangular. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, shards. Ugh. M&M shell shards right through your fucking ripping through your nose. Yeah. There's a, there's a, oh, it hurt. That's a good name for a, a punk band, shell shards. <laughs> shell shards, <laughs> shell shards Have you good. had the, pretz, you... the pretzel M&Ms? I've seen them and I've, I've avoided them. How? Because so they, I, I, I know, punch you right now. I know the minute I open that bag, that's a bag I will go into that bag and never emerge. Do you feel, the, do you amazing. feel, just because of where you sort of fit in the culinary world, you're a little bit of like a culinary hero, are there bitch, just days where you go, I, I just want to, like, do you ever just want to go, I just want to go to islands, and I want to not think about food, <laughs> like, I just want to, well, by the way, I love the islands burger, but just like, do you, do you ever feel the pressure some days to not have to fucking oh, eat no. There's the gras or whatever people bring you if they recognize you? Well, the... The years of being a foodie have taken their toll on me, and now I desperately have to lose weight. And I went and talked to a cognitive nutritionist, and I told her... What's a a a cognitive... It's a fancy way of going, why don't you fucking think before you eat four (laughs) bagels while you're just driving around not moving? Yeah. So, um... Wait, you're driving around not moving? So you're just sitting sitting in your car basically in the driveway eating bagels. I mean, that's what that sounds like. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. That's not the point of the story. But the point... But it's like... I would describe how I'd have these meals, and she's like, yeah, that's, like, you can do that when you're young, but you realize that you're in an age where that can kill you now. Like, basically, food, the way I was treating food is the way that binge drinkers used to drink, and then you get to that point, you're like, oh, I can't, even if, even if you, even if you don't stop cold turkey, you're like, if I'm going to continue to drink, I can't drink that way, because I, you can feel your body going, well, we're going to die. Yeah, yeah, no. All We're literally going to die. I think the thing that you forget about food and alcohol is that it, it's almost like a guy that goes, no, we can party, but I'll kill you. Yeah, exactly. No, let's yeah. be friends. I want to hang out. But in the end, I will fucking tear right through yeah, your heart and, and your lung. I'm going to fuck up your stomach. Hey, hey I got buddy. You feeling hey, this now? how you feel about gout? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Huh? You want some gout? I, I have really... a friend who got gout. That is it, which is like an and 18th your le- your century. Your legs hurt, right? Yeah. Your legs Because he was eating too much rich food. And, and he was like... That's like something you read in a Charles Dickens book. Yeah. I just got gout. Yeah. Yeah. Like Benjamin Franklin had that. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling you know? a little gouty. A little gouty. Oh, I'm so gouty that's right what now. that was like his wake up call. My wake up call is me when I play with my daughter and we dance. We'll put music on. She loves to dance. And then I have to, after a minute and a half, go stand against the wall <laughs> and just go, yeah, go, go, keep dancing. 
<laughs> oh Jesus! And then oh my God, every day is like the Godfather in your house. Yes, exactly. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm amazed I don't just fall over in the garden oh, and take down eight tomato plants. Oh God! Um, but then I'll take her to like you know music together class or Wallaby, and they'll do dancing, and she'll dance for a minute and a half, and not winded, will go and stand against the wall because she thinks dancing is you dance for a minute and a half, and then <laughs> stand against the wall. She's getting your yeah yeah yeah. That's what Daddy does. I'm like no no, no sweetie. Your your left arm doesn't hurt all of a sudden, and you're not like sweating really hard just on your back. You can keep moving. Oh my like, god, it all makes sense. You know what's so sad too? No, it all makes sense because <laughs> whenever whenever Finn stretches, he he diarrheas his pants. <laughs> so oh my it god. makes sense, and blood comes out of his cock. So it totally makes sense. Like before, I didn't realize what was happening, and Here's now it's like, oh, it's daddy stretching. <laughs> you no, know, it's fucked up too. Here's what's fucked up. It doesn't matter how much good time you spend with them, and you'll <coughs> you'll both learn this when you start to play this game. Shit, well, when they no, when you ask them to do an imitation of you. Oh no! Like you'll go like because True and True's old enough to do that now, so yeah. they'll be like, "Do an imitation of Daddy." She sits down, flips open the computer, looks over it once, and goes, "Eat," and then goes back to it. <laughs> like that's of all the fucking shit that I have done. Yeah, yeah. Take your places, go to the park, buy your guitars, all this fucking shit, all these things that we do, lay on the ground, play bars. <clears throat> Hours of Uno, sorry, all this shit. Flips over the computer, looks at me, goes, eat! And then goes back to the computer. Yeah. Fuck. So they do. They like, that's the, that's the, you, you want to try and figure out what version of them that yeah. you want to fucking have. Yeah, but she's, she's imitating uh, daddy being busy on the internet. My daughter is imitating daddy dying. Basically, right. Basically, just like trying yeah, yeah, to yeah. die. Yeah. So yeah. I have to do something. I just, I mean, it is that weird thing. It isn't even like, I'm going on a diet. It's like, no, no, I literally need to change the way I live. Or right. you're going to die. But you or have, I, will, I will keel over. But if you go out to eat, and you are, and there are enablers, like, you're like, oh, yeah. you're, you're the way, like, a pot comic is with pot. Like, even if a pot comic wanted to quit, it's like, <clears> fuck, you can't. here they come with the fucking weed. But oh, you got God. Man, you I must got have to turn shit, shit down. Shit. Like, we've done this a little bit with the Tim Tams, where, like, we are, we are eating it almost obligatory, <laughs> eating these Tim Tams, getting like fatter, yeah. sweating, right? Thank you, Tofop. Thank you, Will Anderson. I I'm can't dying. see. Yeah. I can't. I have a blood. I'm blood. I'm sugar blind. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I'm sugar blind. <laughs> I turned into Brett Michaels. Yeah. He's wow. He's diabetic. Uh, but yeah, like, when I'm on the road, I have to, like, it was weird how you just said Island Burger. Now what I try to do is I will pick like a couple nights a month, like, okay, there's this restaurant I want to try, and then the rest of the time, I will go somewhere and literally get a veggie sub at a Subway or a salad and eat eat it relieved, like, okay, I'm eating something that's not going to literally hurt my stomach later. Right. Yeah. You know, right I'll right, be right. able to move around. But are you the guy now, when you go to a fancy restaurant, the chef is like, well, Pat Oswald is here, he's a foodie, and just keeps sending you a mouge-bouge and all this the fucking shit? That did happen recently when I went to Chicago. I went to this amazing restaurant. Frankie's, uh, and, Frankie's and the Cheese? <laughs> Frankie's I love Frankie's and the Cheese. Yeah, it's literally the whole restaurant. Every day they carve a new block of yeah. cheese. And, and you got to eat your way out. You got to eat your way out of the restaurant. That's how you get. Yeah. Right? Amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. experience. Wow. Yeah. It's a whole new yeah. cheese establishment every time. <laughs> Frankie's and Frankie's you got to eat your way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh, it awesome. is this place called Schwa, and the the chef is a upside genius. Schwa. Isn't that an upside down E? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and oh, he is a like lunatic and a genius. And he and they crank like they crank metal. They crank like hip hop oh. the whole time you're eating, and you're eating the best food you've ever had. This high end food that him and I mean, he's like comes out. He's always tugging on his beer, like, right, "What do you guys think?" Because I'm working on this thing, and it's just whatever he's working on that. There's no menu, 
and they just wow. bring you this food. Wow. And because other friends of mine had gone there, other food friends, and had told them that I was coming, I just got, it was a battalion of food attacked me, basically, all night. And then he goes, my friend brought these three kind of beers, but you got to try these oh. and this wine. And we're just, it was ridiculous. I feel like that's it what was, happens to me when I go to In-N-Out. <laughs> and that burger, they just keep giving it to me. Well, you, keep like, oh, <laughs> you, keep, you keep ordering it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But, 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 right. I mean, I'll go up to the counter Patton and I'll gets say, it. Pat, people but like I, and they bring it to him. Right, but you they keep to, giving it to me. Not until they, they don't they, shut it no, down. What about they don't well, Greg, in Dave's defense, in Dave's defense, after the third animal style burger, his hearing goes out. So he can't hear himself ordering it. And I just eat the meat. I don't eat the buns. I will go into the bathroom with all my buns, and I will take off my clothes, and I will cover myself oh in the buns because they stick to you because of the sauce. And then I would just run through, in and out, screaming, "Out, out!" And then I'm out the door because right, you were already in. Yeah, you were already I in. Was in, and, and now, now it's time to go out. Yeah, <laughs> I consider, bun, you run out in your bun suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I consider, my, suit. I consider myself to be a foodie. So, so you're saying yeah. you're saying you're a foodie? A foodie, yeah. But, so you got, but you're, you're like, really a foodie, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that you put it on your I skin. Put it on, and you run around you, yeah yeah i think chefs appreciate that when they see that you're trying <laughs> to be seem creative to. they, they seem, seem to, to. Yeah. but this place if you ever get a chance to go to schwa it's i've been to schmoly's it's right next to <laughs> it's right next to honey baked ham you know what i you know what i have in chicago schmoly's schmoly's is right next to honey baked ham and how do they not have a war and they a well jewish schmoly's store shut down what schmoly's shut down. and on the on the sign so for schmoly's there was a little hat and a little like one of those the um the horn the shofar yeah. those were on the actual side so it was just like it was honey baked ham and schmoolies and schmoolies blinked schmoolies went blinked. down yeah they well, went that, down. Yeah, fucking honey baked ham brings it i mean they got a whole corporation behind them and schmoolies like i'm the neighborhood acidic <laughs> fella like have, he's, what's he going to do have you ever had did, when you were in chicago did you go to the place where they put the fucking uh, cake in your shake Wrigley field what they put the cake in the, there's a there's a couple places in chicago and they, you go, and it's called a cake in the shake. And they make a cake. They make a shake for you, and then they put an entire piece of cake in it. And they just. I feel like Greg is saying. They, I feel like Greg is saying this no, to the city of Chicago, just, like hoping someone will do this. No, no, I did it. No, I this went, is not real. No, this is no, a dream really. that he had. Yeah, yes. This is a dream that no, he had. The dude, no, it was the club owner, the club, the club owner from the club, the improv in fucking Schomburg is like, you gotta have a cake and shake. When he said it the first time, I fucking came. I like oh, oh, like that. Then we went back and got new pants. I didn't need to see. They it. just put the cake in it, and then they just grind it up a little bit so that it's little floaters in there, and then you fucking just that's it. It's it couldn't be any simpler. It couldn't be any more fucking amazing. Where you don't even have like there's not even a word like as it's happening. You're like I don't even know how to. What is this? What is happening? Am I, is it food or am I like that hole? Yeah, what that is you, that? You know how there's that hole you're trying what to is fill. That? That's a dessert. But you know that there's that hole you're trying it's to a, fill with food. Oh, that's. I feel definitely. momentarily it's filled. I'm like, oh, cake and shake. This is where. It, no, cake and shake should hold you for a wait while. Wait a minute. Are you describing a drinkable Tim Tam? Oh, oh fuck me. Is that is what is happening? We have a blender. Did we just what have if, a big? What if you put? Tim Tams in a blender with a little bit of milk. It would work. No, but you and some ice cream. You just Greg, ice cream. Dave, I feel like we just had a big breakthrough here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do an extra session this week if we could. I know that you're going on the road. I'm going to shit in one of these shoes. <laughs> I just went, you know, it was, I had a very humbling experience in Arizona this past week that, you know, I've spent, year, we've been talking to you like years trying to build up a fan base. Did and, you get raped? And, um, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, 
<laughs> You've done. I started story. Did yeah. you get raped? Like, just, boom! That's, it's like it's like a, you said yeah. humbling experience. It's like talking to a demented old circus monkey at a bus stop, and they just they taught him how to go. Did you get raped? And that's just what he asked everyone. <laughs> and then spins around in a circle. No, yeah. it's it's true. And the thing about it is, Would you like a banana? Did you get raped? I didn't. Would you like a banana? All right, I'll take off my shirt. <laughs> it's funny that you describe it as a humbling experience because for you it would be, but for Dave it's just like, oh, that sounds. You know I mean, <laughs> it's part of a wish list. He's secreting. He's it's, secreting is what he's it doing. is. Yeah. All right, um, go ahead with your silly no, no, story. No, no, I. I'm sorry, you said humbling. I thought you about, said silly. <coughs> I would say you fairly succeeded in building a fan base. Yes. Well, I mean, I I thought I was, but every now and then you're reminded that. Oh, no, there's still always, always work to do. Yeah. I was booked at this place in Mesa, and I didn't know how big it was. Um, the venue or Mesa? The venue was huge. Yeah. And Mesa's pretty big, too. Mesa's pretty big, too. 1,500-seat theater. It's a and table. We, <laughs> You're fucking me and Kyle Kinane sold <laughs> oh, just over 600 tickets for a 1,500-seat hall. So that felt like, and I was like, they wanted me to do, like, at least 10 radio shows leading up to it. I'm like, I don't want to call into radio shows. I don't like calling in. I'm not against doing radio shows anymore, but I want to be there in person. Yeah, of course. Because calling in is just death. The worst. And I'll do any interview, you know. It's hard. And it just didn't happen. And then, I was like, I'm tweeting it. I'm Facebooking it. I'm mailing listing it. Like, I have all these people. And it just, it happens. It didn't come together. And the people that came were so enthusiastic. And they almost, they were so cool. They treated it like, we're going to treat this like we're the only ones smart enough to, to be here. To, like yeah. They're treating it like it's this secret thing. And I just, I in my head, I'm like, this is just a, a failure. And then the next night, I got to Tucson, which I didn't do as much promo as I did for Mesa. That was a 900-seat thing, and it sold out. So there is still a randomness to the road, no matter how big you Mesa's get. Mesa's more old people. <clears throat> oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Because Mesa seemed to be... Very, there was all these like weird sculptures along Main Street, and there was a steampunk store, and a comic book store, coffee shop, and a lot of like. You sure nothing of a tent? <clears throat> no, no, I, we were definitely in downtown Mesa. Well, oh. but it was just that. So, and and also it just reminded me of because we're driving from Mesa to like the next morning. Kyle picks me up. We drive from Mesa to Tucson, and there was something. It was just a two-hour drive, but the there was something about being the age I am now, with a daughter at home and a wife, and. Like being in a small car and rattling off through the desert, to and stopping and having a getting a subway sandwich that's not even a subway. It's a subway that's in the part gas of station. Train. Gas station. Oh, yes. the fucking gas station yeah. subway is the most upsetting thing ever. And that and and the and the girl when I got a sandwich, I said I just want a want a, a, a veggie sub, I want lettuce, green peppers, tomatoes, mustard. The fact there were there were two. Yes, so there were two. They the, don't, the they call it the fucking skirt. Yeah, they, they call it the so, skirt. They're not. They're not. They, you know, give those people yeah. some credit. They had two little bins of lettuce, and the one bin that was closer to her that was only half filled, like they're clearly trying to get rid of it, was just the most visibly brown rotted lettuce you've ever seen. Oh, and then the other bin, which clearly was new and full, was green and verdant and crunchy. And she. Um, reaches into this just brown, almost soupy glop. It's not even lettuce anymore. And I went, ah, oh, could I get the other lettuce? Because that's like really, I'm sorry, that's really, really brown. And she stopped to look at her, because it's clear they don't, don't, they don't get produce shipments out in the middle of the desert. Yeah. The way they, you know, yeah. they got to make it all last. And she looked over at her manager, and her manager gave her this look like, give the fucking city slicker his goddamn mind rotten. <laughs> like... Get him the fuck out of here. She was so angry. Oh it was so, and I, and, and I flashback like, 
this wouldn't have been fun when I was 23. No. This no. isn't fun now. No, it's really not what fun. What the hell? Now. It's really not fun. <clears throat> and, then we, and then we get to Tucson, and it's the, it, the city of Tucson is so awesome yeah. and beautiful, but... Ugh. It's, uh, there's also places that you just... Fucking at the height... I heard this the other day. At the height of the Van Hagar era of Van Halen, when they sold way more records than Van Halen had, yeah. the original version, he couldn't fucking sell a ticket on the East Coast. East Coast said, no, fuck it, no. I don't like Hagar. I don't like it. I don't want it. They would go, do half-filled <laughs> venues. What? Just, there's certain yeah. places where people are just like, I don't know it. I don't understand yeah, it. Springsteen it's not... was never huge for a long time on the West Coast. Yeah, really? Like, there's just, there's sometimes there's people that, like, no matter how popular they are on the radio or on TV, like, they go certain places. Like, you kind of go sometimes. You're in certain towns, and you look at the town and go, how are these people going to go know about Natasha Leggero? <clears throat> right. right? Yeah, yeah, You just yeah. don't know. Like, you look at a town and go, there's just no way they're that deep into comedy. Yeah, they're that deep yeah. into something like that. I you just know? want to point out that Dave and I, I compared... don't sell tickets everywhere. We feel awesome about it. I, We're, you're the only consistent cons- acts out yeah, there right now. Consistent. They're the only we, one. They like know. solid. Like you bankable. Like, like <laughs> you we know, know what he's not selling. He's not selling here and he's not selling there. And you can count on Barrett not to sell. Sold for a moment. Sold for a hot moment. Oh, that his price hot. was a hot, hot moment. Hot moment. Where just like you would be brought food. Women would bring me their vaginas. <laughs> I would tell them if they could go forward with them or if they needed to work on them. And then they would go away. Yeah. Right? You give them each a cricket. Right. There you go. Eat a cricket like that. Hobo tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat them right up. Right? Do you want to? Yeah, oh, you want to spin our hands time. around? Oh, we got a wrap. We can do a, We can do a bonus. Let's time. do a bonus. We'll, we'll do a half time. We'll do a bonus one. Let's do. Time. Let's do some little bonus stuff. We're gonna do yeah. some bonus. Because I heard I a that. really. You, you'll like this story when I was in Tucson because the the hotel that I say this place called the Congress, which I think, if it wasn't, it was modeled the hotel in No Country for Old Men where uh, the Anton Chigger shoots Woody Harrelson. It yeah. looked like that hotel, <laughs> and. Um, so the guy, there's all this John Dillinger stuff in there. I was like, why is, I go, did John Dillinger get captured here? And they go, he was captured in Tucson, but not at this hotel. What happened was his gang had just, they just pulled off some giant robbery and they had these big packing cases full of loot. And they had them up on the third floor of their rooms. Then a fire broke out. So the firemen, there's no third floor in the hotel anymore because the fire burned it off. So the firemen are all there. They're putting the hotel, they're putting the fire out. And these guys come up to them like, hey, we have some, um, some some luggage, some big th- crates up on the third floor. And they go, well, there's a fire up there. And then they go, we'll give you $1,500 if you go get them. And the went, okay. <laughs> and then one of them went and told the police, we got some guys, and they suddenly have all this money, and they want to get. And then they, the police went, all right, let's follow them. And they followed them to a house, which was around the corner, which still is there, and that's where John Dillinger was hanging out. And the, And the police apparently... Walked into the house. It was not a raid. Hello. They just walked in, and John Dillinger was at a table. And he just goes, "I'll be damned." And then they arrested him. That was the whole thing. Like, he's, oh, he's, that's fucking. So awesome. get good help. Here's the thing: when your fucking name is Dillinger, how do you not rob banks? I know like, it's... Dillinger does not sell corn. <clears throat> like, you know, yeah. have you had any of that Dillinger corn? No. They do a good. They fucking grow yeah. a good corn. You're not a claims adjuster. You literally, yeah. your name's Dillinger. You go look. Go to high school or whatever, but you need to rob yeah, banks. Rob, rob yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. That's a trouble. That's trouble. Yeah. You're trying. Yeah. You probably fuck a lot too, but that's it. <laughs> dudes mostly. <laughs> dudes mostly. We'll be yeah. right back. Dudes mostly. <laughs> he would fuck dudes. Uh, Patton Oswald, the Great American Gas Bag, has been our guest, and uh, I'm Dave Anthony. This is Greg Brand. You can go to WalkingTheRoom at gmail.com. You can go to WalkingTheRoom at Facebook. You can go to WalkingTheRoom at Twitter. Walking the Room at Tumblr. 
And uh, and uh, did you have anything else to say? You what do you call people? What do you call people that have money and they they bestow it upon the arts? What do you call those people? Patrons. He's fucking been a patron of our show. They have to go in gas bag the entire time. You, you stomach. You, you literally. Just, did you, you fucking I didn't farted. fart. That was my no, stomach making you, that noise. You, you, you couldn't hear it. He literally stomach farted. Like you. Yeah. Gas shifted in your stomach when he said that to you. It if, was, yeah. My, my, my interior body was upset. <laughs> if you try to be a loving human being in this closet, yeah, he'll it, get sick. He yeah, actually it, yeah, gets repulsed just, by, by genuine. No. By gen, I mean, he. I can diarrhea at will. <laughs> You've been glitter done. You've been doing it for fucking 50 episodes. You sound like people don't know that. Glitter done. <laughs>